And it's now 11.33 here in the evening, here in Metro Manila. And yep, it's been a while. Welcome back to another episode of Mysterium After Dark. Mysterium After Dark is done in tandem with, of course, Magic.TV, Magic and Occultism Without Apologies. Now, I know you guys are probably wondering, where did Mysterium After Dark go? And I'll be totally honest that um, I've been putting all of my energy when it comes to releasing content like this into magic.tv and creating video content but of course i'd never forget um mysterium after dark this is where it all started kind of like an online magical diary of mine to share my ideas so today um i'm gonna give you guys a little bit of a lesson on something that frater acher called magical lent also known as a magical hiatus and why it's necessary at times you see, in 2022, when my life pretty much started proverbially hitting the fan, I said to myself, I would go, even before that, I would go back to my fundamental state, I mean, who I really was as an, as an individual. And as frustrated of a, let's say, a jujitsu I am or anything else, I know that deepest in my core, I am an occultist and a magician first. So, towards the end of 2021 and all of 2022, I pretty much focused that entire year on magical study, practice, research, evocation, ritual, you name it. It was probably the most magical year of my life. However, I did realize one thing that, um, and I learned a bit more about this from Jack Grail, which is probably one of the best teachers I've had in my life which is sometimes you need to kind of dial the dial it down a bit that not every day should you be doing enochian evocations or goetic summonings or supreme rituals of the pentagram and that there is still going to be an exchange there is going to be a use of energy which unfortunately is a lot more nefarious or undetectable as other things would be which would be like studying um, mundane topics or even working out because when you work out and you do extreme workouts your warning device that you're overdoing things is fatigue um, doms afterburn soreness this is you telling you that hey Rob you did a good workout and now you need to rest and of course when you're studying mundane topics the exchanges you know when you have a mental block or you feel like nothing's entering your head anymore and you're pretty much just brain farting all the time, um, this is already a sign that you're overdoing it. But when it comes to the occult, the thing about it is when you're practicing these things, the body and the energetic system of the soul will just keep giving and giving and giving to you whatever it is you ask for. As in, if you want to do another ritual, it's not going to tell you, oh, you're too tired. It will give you the energy to do the ritual. If you want to do another invocation, then it'll give you the energy you need to do that. In other words, there's no tangible meter at first to see how far you're going with things. And unfortunately, that can be a bit of a danger because you really don't know when you've crossed the line and kind of overdone it until it's already too late. And the body and the soul will get energy from wherever it needs to get it. So I've observed as an individual, I could be kind of like divided into three different classes. I have Rob the wizard, I have Rob the fighter, and I've got Rob the leader. And I noticed that when I was just torquing it, 
and just doing all this magic that like all of my energy and resources were going to the wizard, but the leader in me started suffering. And the the warrior in me, like the martial the, the budding martial artist I am, also started suffering. So it was kind of like my body saying, hey, you only got so much resource. If you're gonna go a hundred percent on this, you're gonna have nothing left for the others. And I learned that because one thing I noticed was, of course, my weight began to fluctuate. I didn't have the drive and I didn't have the energy within me to work out as much as I previously did because I was so busy researching, studying, conceptualizing. So like all of my existential energy was just going to my magical practice. This is where the importance of the magical Lent or hiatus comes into play because too much of anything is bad. And even for athletes, they have off-seasons. They have something called deloading. And of course, even leaders, corporate, government, they get vacation leave. The same thing goes for magic. That although you should have a regularized practice, it really shouldn't be something that you do all the time without breaks in between. Because what might end up will be you'll just totally burn out and you'll also start getting, um, how do I say, symptoms of magical obsession. In other words, you might start sensing things too much or you might not be able to power down. That was something very, very common with me that I could not sleep no matter how exhausted I was. I was just so hyper hypercharged with things that you might just want to completely for a month or sometimes even longer, take some time off to just remember that under all of this, you're still a human being. Because by doing this, you kind of give your magical muscles some time to relax. Now, does this mean you got to stop tarot card reading completely? Or if you're practicing Reiki completely? Um, no, not necessarily, because these are low energy practices. I'm not saying they're low practices, but you can budget them better. And these are easy to recover from. Like I know if I read for five people straight today for the tarot, I'm going to be pretty cooked and I'm not going to be able to read for like a week and then I'll be okay. And with Reiki, if you're doing Reiki to yourself or energy healing, you're going to feel good about yourself. So you're basically just meditating and healing yourself. But it's the heavy work. It's the spell casting. It's the invocation. It's the ceremonies. It's all of these things. It's the, the third G where you're basically changing the energetic output of your body. These are the things that you've got to balance out. So what am I saying? If you go on magical hiatus, it doesn't mean that you're quitting magic. It means that you are using your existential energy for other things. More importantly though, you also, it's not just even practicing, sometimes it's even studying that, you know, you might even need to say, hey, I don't really want to think about the next God to communicate with or the next ATR ritual I'm going to be doing. You have to just ground yourself in the mortal world. And the best thing you can do for these things is focus on getting your body back online. Start, you know, watch a TV series, play video games, socialize. In other words, come back to the world. So what I felt worked for me was I would go on real marathon sessions for my magical practice like I did the last year. And then I'm going to start weaning off of it for a bit like I'm doing now and I'm I'm not going to be doing a lot of work but I'm going to still keep my feet a bit wet by studying things like this wonderful course I'm learning from with Jack Grail the PGM 
but I'm not going to overwhelm myself with it. I'm not going to stress myself out with it. I'm not going to spend three to four to five hours in a coffee shop loaded up on caffeine trying to understand the new rendition of the Necronomicon. In other words, you're going to want to make it as low impact as possible to your energetic field. Not unlike physicality, where like if you've been working out like you lifted past your limit and sparred past your limit today, I wouldn't recommend you do it tomorrow, but tomorrow if you can, if you could squeeze in even a 30-minute walk, that would do wonders for you. The same thing goes with magical practice and study, that instead of going to high-intensity practices, you find something that's, okay, that's not that difficult or that's not that heavy, and I'll give it a try. And I highly, highly recommend Jack Grail's uh, PGM 50 Rights for 50 Nights program for exactly these things because one, learning these things from Jack are incredibly easy and simple. He's the most char one of the most charming teachers I've ever met. And two, the actual workings, like out of all of them I've learned and I'm halfway done with the course, I'll say maybe only two or three are high intensity and the rest are pretty low intensity, which you can do regularly. So that pretty much sums it up. Um, tune in, we're gonna be coming back next in the next couple of weeks, me and Wade to talk about um, uh, Magic.TV. We were supposed to have the legendary occult author, Brother Moloch, on the show, but we found out he's in the hospital and he needs to recover, and I don't want to jump forward past him, so he's next online once we have him. Once he's safe, he's, I hope he gets well soon. We're going to have him on the show, and then we're going to proceed with the remainder of Season 3 Into the Shadows. And that's Sunday nights on the Magic.TV page. So I hope you enjoyed, and stay safe out there.